Hi, this is Udo Dirksnader, the singer of UDO, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. Automatic defense procedures initiated. What we've got here is... Maximum voltage. Maximum power. Maximum carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at... 440-709-4977. Maximum Threshold. And here's your hosts, Dom. He's actually quite smart. He just makes errors of judgment along the way.
That's how you start off a damn show. <clears throat> there you go. That's some except with Head of the Pack here on Maxim Threshold. And, man, got some cool stuff in the works for this week. Uh, let's see. Part of the crew went and saw uh, Udo. Yeah, last night over at the Grammar, Grammar, whatever the fuck that place is, Gramercy. <laughs> ah, that's right. Beeve went and checked it out and uh, he got punked. He was supposed to do an interview with Udo. Udo Dirk Schneider, but didn't happen. Either that or he just didn't check his email. <laughs> ah, so we'll be hanging out with those dudes um, later this week. Next Saturday. So you're not going to be seeing, we're not going to be live next week. I just want to throw that out there because uh, our, our band is going to be blowing up the stage with a couple other bands with Udo. So, um, hey, there's been some talk that might be jumping on stage with their band and doing some stuff. But I doubt it, though. But it'd be cool, though. I'll get up there and shred. I'll, I'll go I'll go toe-to-toe with Bill. Even though he'll whip my ass, <laughs> I'll, I'll throw I'll throw some riff riffages out there. Now oh, that'd be cool. So this is episode five twenty one here on the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Uh, we haven't been on here in a while, man. We've been busy, got family things going on, and just been out of the loop. Ah, but you know, getting back into it. Summer's coming up, and we're going to be having a lot of um, concerts and festivals. That the staffers are going to be hitting up all around the country. We got some new people we're going to be helping working with the show. Uh, we got some new photographers. And just, we got a lot going on, man. And I'm enjoying this. It's going to be a fun year. Looking forward to this summer. But I'm so glad this damn snow is gone. My God, I hate snow. For you people out there in Sweden and shit like that, man, I feel for you. Do I feel for you? Because I hate it with a passion. So, so tonight, man, this is what we got. We got interviews. We got Jean calling. I'm calling her up. She's she was Hollywood in Glow. If you guys used to watch Glow years ago, she's been on the show here a good four or five times over the years. And I'm praying it doesn't screw up because every single time we've had her on the show, something went wrong with the phones and we lost her. <laughs> So hopefully tradition doesn't doesn't continue to provide that type of disaster like it has over the years. But we're gonna give it a shot because I know that um, she's had a lot going on and got a lot promoting. So um, we're always there for her and for her projects that she's got going on. And that's it. And we've got an interview also. I'm coming up in a little bit with Frank Hannon, a guitarist of Tesla, Michael. Went out and connected with him and got a cool little interview with him. And you know he fanboyed up because this is like, this is, this is one of his gods. He loves he loves himself some Tesla. But who doesn't, you know? I guess it's that Virgo thing, you know? You got to cry when you hear some Tesla songs. Because then you're like, they hit you home, man. So we got some Tesla lined up here a little later on tonight. And, um, see, I got a bunch of classic stuff on the board here. We got some of that kick-ass new morning wagon stuff. Uh, we got some, speaking of morning wagon, 
have um, a few new songs that they were putting together, and they're coming together pretty damn good. And and with working with with Jason, with being the new frontman or singer, whatever you want to call him, uh, he's given us a new dynamic, and we actually sound good. <laughs> Which is even the funnier part because I've always thought since since I got with the band, these guys are you know they're they're more than just being they're just more they're more than just cool guys you know you know they're like um I guess that I guess that when you find somebody is a friend and you know like hey man they're these are legit cool people and they're like close to you and your family it's a whole different ball game other than just being in a band. So that's what Morning Wagon is like. You know, we're we're friends, man. You know, it's really cool. Um, bringing sunshine into picture. It's it's interesting. It's interesting to the mix. And he's got that. He's got a dyna- dynamic voice, which kind of um, r- um, I don't even know the words to say. It's it's different than what what you're used to. You're used to um. That old sort of like straight up just talk singing, rapping, rocking kind of shit, whatever. But this guy's a real singer, so it kind of like kind of like pushes us a little bit, and we kind of push him too, because we like, hey man, this is how you write a song. Don't be trying to change us, you know. We we're like we're like Molly Crew, man. Don't be fucking with us, you know. Yeah. So where's this? I'm supposed to have a call in. Let's see. Where are you at? Sweet tits. <laughs> ah, so episode five twenty one. Uh, this I'm this the recorded part portion of the show is not going to be that long. We're I'm talking probably in a good hour and a half, like we have been. But we're going to be broadcasting for a while. So if you're listening to us live, you get to hear all. It's a treat, man. You get to hear some really good music. I'm going to throw this all out there to you. We got a rock and metal news that you get to hear with, with the recorded portion. and Which you, you'll hear like in, in replay as well. It's also on our player. It comes in there like, I don't know, like every 10 songs or something. So if you're missing, if you missed the news here on the show... You can always listen to us on the network at maximthreshold.net. Just click on the live button, and you get to hear it, man. You get get caught updated. Let's see. Oh, I think of what I did this past week. Oh, I went and saw John Five. Being at um, the John Five concert, if you if you're aware of it, Machine Head, you know they had to cancel a bunch of shows. But they happen to be in Cleveland for this one. And Rob Flynn, you know, he's got this um, lung problem going on. So he had to cancel it. So the guys from Machine Head came over to John Five show. And we were out there hanging out. And, hey, there I am standing next to Phil. This guy. Yo, what's up? It's Phil Dimmel from Machine Head. About to watch John Five rock out. And you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Yeah. Nice. How cool is that? So yeah, we hooked up over there. We just bullshitted for a bit and both geeked out watching John 5, which is pretty cool. It's always cool when you're with another guitarist and um, you see John 5 just plays that shit effortlessly. 
just going to town, doing his thing, while everybody else is just in awe, which is cool, which is how it should be. He doesn't even, he, you know, when he plays, he doesn't even look at the thing. He doesn't even look at the guitar. And we got somebody in the line. Max and Threshold Radio, you are on the air. Hello. Hello? Hello. Who is this? This is Mr. Peepy Toucher. Oh, I know you. Didn't I grow up with you? Yeah. Did didn't we have some what? some some cool moments together? Yeah. Just for full disclosure, I'm pooping right now. Sweet. Ooh, I can hear that. <laughs> I was at the I was at the Waffle House when you, oh. when I asked when I so I had to wait till I got home because oh my god I was about to shit in my pants. <laughs> do you do you call your toilet? Do you have a name for it? No, you don't call I did, it. I send it. I send it flowers and tell it I'm sorry all the time. <laughs> now, what kind? What do you use as an air freshener? Do you do you even you have air freshener there? Yes, right now I'm using. Hold on, let me reach back. And grab it. I'll tell you what. Um. Oh my God. Oh, let's see. I use right now. I'm using Glade Powder Fresh Spray, Ooh. and then the scent's supposed to last up to seven hours. Does that work? Yeah, it helps. I mean, sometimes you just can't. You know, it just smells like someone's shit in a, a raspberry bush or something. I know. You know. You know, like, but some sometimes if I really if I'm like out somewhere and I really lay a stinky bomb. I don't like the spray. I like to let it fester. Oh, you but got not to. at home. You got to. You're ever afraid that that smell would like kind of penetrate the curtains and things like that in your house and stick around? No, no, but I'll tell you what, man. My Bubba had the, the shit so bad the other day. Mm-hmm. For a couple of days, like I had to run a carpet cleaner and clean Ooh. it because he had like the, the dog flu or something. I don't know, but oh my god, it was so vile. <laughs> and he was just like, because he's pretty, he's pretty good with being housebroken, yeah. and it just it was so rotten. Like I I left and I went to rent that carpet cleaner. And luckily, it was really warm, but it was I was gagging. It was so bad, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, this must be what it's like when he lays lays on the the mat next to me when I'm taking a dump. But so moving on, I heard that um, I heard that your little rock and roll outfit is playing next Saturday with Udo Dirkschweiger. Oh yeah, it's gonna be yeah. fun. I was just tell talking us, about it. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, let's see. Um, well, we could start it off, but you know, you know what I found out? I was looking on the website. There's another band on the list too, a local band. Who is it? Hell and Fire, or something like that. No clue. Oh, no clue. I know, but that's all right. It means where are they from? I think Cleveland, Cleveland Akron. Oh, that's all right. The Hellfire Club? No, they're called Hell and Fire, or something like that. Mm. The only way I knew that yeah. is I went to go look at the events thing on Nagora, and they showed the bands up there, and they had there on there. Like, what the hell? And that was the first I saw that. That was I saw that yesterday. Oh boy. See, How I, do you feel about that? Um, I don't know because you know what I this this was the weird part about it. You know, thinking that we were there was only three bands on that. Um, mm-hmm. I went back on their Facebook page and noticed they had tickets back in November for that. The dear. So did we? Did we? Were, we had it that long. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well then, nobody told us then. 
and they didn't interact with us at all, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting tidbit because I don't, I haven't seen anything about that. Let me look. Yeah, um, that, that was weird. So, um, you gonna ask me any Beavis Devo questions? Yeah, I'm sure you know what, the, what some of them would be. <laughs> <laughs> ask Mike, would he rather get a hand job from a guy or listen to a Beavis call in? I'd rather get a hand job from a guy while listening to a Beavis call in. Ooh. A sweaty palm? Yeah. Ooh. A sweaty palm? A sweaty guy? palm, why not? Ooh. How about. I don't want it dry. I don't want any chafing. How about if, um, let's see. If would you take a hand job from Glenn Tipton with his um, Parkinson? Well, I mean, if he was into that, yeah. and and I was single, and and I was gay or bisexual, yeah. You, does do you really have to be gay to get a hand job from a dude? I mean, if there's if there's no money involved, yeah. Oh damn! So do you have to look at the person when they're doing that, or can you can you like like window fucks, you know? Just look out a window and pray somebody comes walking by. It looks cute. Well, it depends how much money is involved. Oh. Normally, when I'm having having intercourse with my lady, I think about Dominic and his big sugar tits and that sweet ass of yours. Ooh, yeah. And that's that's what I usually do. But that's just me. Well, I do the same thing. You know, I think of myself. Yeah. God, I feel so much better right now. I know. This is is the second time in a row I've been to the Waffle House and not pooped there. Other than that, I've pooped every time I've been there. I I feel like like I was on like a a winning streak and (laughs) it got snapped. What did you get there? Um, I'm kind of chicken. The chicken, uh, what's it called? The Texas chicken bacon melt. Hmm. Or something, yeah. So then the new excitement. Let's let's talk about morning wagon. The new excitement is that, as, as some all three of our fans know, we do have a new singer, mm-hmm. Sunshine Simonelli. That's right. And and uh, this is just this is the second show with him, correct? Yes, it is. Oh man, I just did that. Don't you hate when you wipe and you you got to go again? Oh yeah, or it's you like f- a waste of paper. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm doing a disservice to the environment. Oh, or like right after you wipe, a little bit more starts coming out. Yeah, like I, I, as soon as I wiped, it's like, ooh, I think I got to go. I've been shitting like a goose today. I'm not gonna lie. Damn. But I don't know what I ate. But Waffle there's a lot of corn in it. I'll tell you that much. Ooh, where'd you get so, corn at? Corn. I, I made some corn the other day with dinner, you know, because you got to pretend like you like the vegetables. Um, so, like I said, the exciting thing will be is Udo doing all except songs, from mm-hmm. what I hear, correct? Yeah. Yeah, and, th- and then afterwards, Udo and you are going to have a slam dunk contest, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward uh, to that. I know I could take him. Yeah, wouldn't be the first. <laughs> that wouldn't be the first guy you'd take. <laughs> well, um, shit. So, are we are we talking a regulation height? Or no, no, it? one of those kids one. Those kids oh, basketball. Can I get in on this? Yeah, you can. Awesome. We're gonna be wearing. I remember when I, 
we're going to be wearing oh, spankies. When I was a kid, my dad used to always beat me in basketball. And you remember how short he is. Oh, yeah. He's about he's about your height, right? No, yeah. he's shorter than Yeah, he's a little shorter. Yeah, but I, I like, well, tower he, over him. But he used to kick my ass, right? Yeah. He was, like, this great athlete, and I was just an average athlete. Mm-hmm. So he used to he used to beat me in basketball. We'd, we'd have, like, we'd play all day. Here, listen, I'm spraying. Um. We'd have we'd go out and play basketball all day until I until I was like about six inches taller than him. He used to whip my ass, and then I would just block all his shots. <laughs> it was great. What is that? What is the biggest ass whipping you can remember from him that he gave you? Oh my god! Okay, so one time we got in trouble. Like me, like I had a friend that lived like right down the street, like on the side street. I wasn't allowed to hang out with him because we always got in trouble. So I was, his name was Guy, and I wasn't allowed to hang out with Guy. And his he's from this like Italian family. Like his his dad <laughs> went to jail for like racketeering or some shit, whatever, whatever. Like the day goes in the um, construction business, go to jail for. Mm-hmm. But before that, we always hung out, and I wasn't allowed to hang out with. Him. I mean, I'm talking. I'd ride my big wheel over there, and I wasn't allowed to hang out with him. So I had an imaginary friend named Bob. <laughs> that I'd go to his house. Bob was really guy. Yeah. And some, he took his, he got his dad's gun or something and we're all shooting it in the, in the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. Shooting the, shooting the, uh, like street lights. And I, I was like a little kid. I was always smaller than everybody. So I got one turn and then I'm like, come on, let me shoot it again. Let me shoot. Nobody will let me shoot it again. And then finally, all of a sudden they throw it, throw the gun to me. They're like, okay, you can do it. And everybody runs. Well, somebody must've shot out a window and decided to throw the gun to me. Well, I went home in my infinite wisdom in fourth grade. I went home and I hid behind the steps in the backyard thinking, no, but if I hide here long enough, it'll blow over. I won't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. My dad came home. He whipped my ass so bad. I could not sit down probably for like five days. And like, and even on my report card, it said something about there, it was, brought to the school's attention that Michael was in recently in trouble with the police for shooting, discharging a firearm. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to, um, trick or treat, but I went anyways. I snuck out the window mm-hmm. like, like fucking fresh Prince. I yelled, yelled Geronimo and jumped out the window. Well, yeah. Oh man. We had a paddle that had the air holes in it. Yeah. For, so you could get more, uh, more uh velocity mm-hmm. and sting oh and my dad i mean my dad's small but he's powerful like he's like a little fire plug and he's always a great athlete I, to this day i still my dad would still whip my ass <laughs> and you know oh man when he paddled me whew, i was i was hurting always and like one year in school like we we used to have to eat lunch in the gymnasium mm-hmm. when it was raining out and that was when you're allowed to swat people i was in oh yeah seventh grade maybe or yeah seventh grade and i hope you know we're goofing around and i got in trouble and i had to walk in like down into the office in the gymnasium the whole gymnasium was there get and get swatted <laughs> and, and of course everybody gets quiet when they're like who and of course it's it, didn't hurt like my my dad really put a pound in on my ass. 
It sounded good. But he he really put a whooping on me, and he um ah. Uh, so of course the teacher hit me with nothing. I came out and raised my hands. I walked out like victory, and I didn't have any friends. I mean, like getting getting in trouble for fucking around was usually like kids picking on me and me trying to fight back. Yeah. But one time I would like I used to have a homeroom in a science class, and of course you know you don't put a Bunsen burner around in front of an asshole like me without me expecting me to play with it. So of course I'm fucking around with it. I get in trouble. I have to go with the teacher into the wood shop and have watch him make a paddle so he can swat me with it. <laughs> and of course, you know, being a, a little, little scrawny smart ass that I was, I was like, you, you, my dad hits way harder than you, which of course would get me more swats and I'd just be laughing the whole time. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, that was, that, that was probably the worst one. Want me, on want me to tell you one of hey, my did, stories? Let me tell you, you one. Did you, did you drop some makeup in the bathroom? No. <laughs> no reason. I'm just kidding. Don't go in there. It was a joke to get you to go in there. <laughs> Don't go in there. I'm trying to get my girl to pass out so I can rifle through her purse. Well, you got to. <laughs> so let's get back to the let's get back to this big rock show. Enough about swatting and paddling because there'll be plenty of that going um. on. You know, because I, I heard that the, the the almighty and powerful New York Groove is coming in town oh, yeah. for this show. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Yeah, we're, we're going to go see Y&T a couple the night before, mm-hmm. or two nights before. I think we're going to, I think we're going to be the first official rock show at the newly remodeled Akron, or Akron, Cleveland Agora. Oh, that'd be cool. As David Lee Roth once said, when was the last time? You did something for the first time. That's true. Yeah. I'm a little off my game right now. I'm a little lightheaded from that dump. I feel I feel about ten pounds lighter. <laughs> and now I now I gotta find some old Parkinson's to give me a hand job. Oh yeah. I gotta find one. Share it with me. Yeah. Use my hand, I won't look. Well, I'll be on the so left. what's going on on the show tonight? Tell me. Um, Frank, the on the craps? interview with Frank Hannon. Yeah, how was that? I, I was totally fan, trying not to fanboy out, but I, I did. know. That's coming up right after I'm done talking to you. Oh, I just gave away the surprise. Well, I talked about it first when opening the show. Yeah. Then I got Gene. You like how he's, you like how he's all kind and he's like, hold it up a little. You probably can't be, you're probably not <laughs> so they can hear you. He's too kind. He was. He was super nice. He was, and and he's like he's like sit down and we're like sitting like on a love, basically a love seat next to each other. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this: that was such an incredible show. He started out just him with his guitar. This is a live concert review right here, exclusive on Maximum Thunderbolt. Um, he he just come he came out on with his guitar, played a few songs like off his new album, and then he did like a little um, Tesla medley. Which he played, um, What You Give, Of Course I Cried. Uh, my girl was making fun of me. She's like, you need a tissue? I'm like, no, I got my official Chris Jericho scarf. I can just wipe my tears with that. <laughs> so then he he, goes, he plays a little bit of that, and then he goes into Love Song. 
and he looks over he looks over at me and smiles and like kind of winks and nods Aww. and I, I think i blew a load in my pants right then mm-hmm. and and that was it and that, but then he didn't play any other tesla songs the rest of the night he played another hour and 40 minutes or so no tesla songs he did like solo solo songs he did um he did like cover songs and he was so mesmerizing like such an amazing talent like he, he actually has a really great voice too and if nobody cared that he i mean i'm sure there was one grumpy munchkin in the corner or something complaining that he didn't do any tesla songs but nobody cared because it was so it was such a good show he just like, kept... i thought it was going to be all acoustic but mm-hmm. then he had a, a he he was performing as a trio he had a really good drummer uh named kelly smith that we'll have on in the show in the future and um his bass player was named nick nicholson and the dude had like a was really strong background vocals and i mean they sounded it sounded like a full awesome band and they just they just cranked out tune after tune after tune i mean they were doing like they, they did like skinner songs they did like uh they did it because he's in cleveland they did a james gang song mm-hmm. and um I think it was a Daz band. So I know they did, and he did a, he did like an Ohio player, a little bit of Ohio players. He did some uh, Parliament Funkadelic, George oh, Clinton. Yeah. You know, it was. I mean, it was a great show. Nice. It was. It was. It's going to be hard to to top that show. As like right now, that would I would say that was the best show of the year. Did he talk about the Monsters of Rock cruise that he was just on right before that? He he said something about some of the people there were. Some of the pe- people were on the cruise. We talked about it briefly. I mean, because he literally flew up from Miami the day that day to come up here, you know. So it was a little hectic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was fucking awesome. It was a great show. You got a couple questions here. Um, none of these are in order, but I'm just gonna throw them out. Um, which cast member of Three's Company did did you think about last time you masturbated? Um, well, it was a combo. I was imagining a threesome with Mr. Roper mm-hmm. and Larry. Oh, can't man. remember his last name, but you know the horny yep. neighbor upstairs. What was the name yep. of the bar that they used to go to? The Regal Beagle. That's right. Go well, ahead. What's the next question? Um, did you admit to Frank you cry every time you hear what you give? Yes, I did. Before we started the interview, we were talking about it, and I, I started telling him, like I said the last time I talked to you, I told you how I cry every time um, I hear what you give, and, you know, this and that, and I go, that's awesome, you know, and he goes, oh, he goes, that was at M3, right? Because I was like, I'm sure you don't remember me. You meet thousands of people, yeah. and everyone's like, you remember? I don't expect anybody to remember me, but he remembered that. You know, he's like, that was at M3, right? I go, yeah, because I told him how he pointed and laughed. He's like, yeah, that was at M3. So, yeah, I told him. That's why he looked at me and winked like that. <laughs> that's pretty cool. You know, that's, that's just an emotional song, man. It's amazing because, it, you know, here's the thing. It doesn't make me think of, like, some girl yeah. or, or some heartbreak. It makes you think about what you want to be. Like, at the end of the day, it's not about money. Mm-hmm. It's not about what you have. It's not about your car. It's you want to be mean everything to someone, 
and have everybody mean something to you, right, Bubba? And and that's it, you know. I mean, and I was like, you know, you, it's got to be like, you know, I can't remember if we talked about it in the interview, but like about how that's what making music's all about is making someone feel something, whether it's, you know, whether you're playing like some kind of thrash and you get like someone gets like that positive aggression or that positive message out mm-hmm. or even like gets rid of like your negative feelings in a positive way without like violence or anything like that. Cause a lot of people think that metal is all about hurting other people, but like, and people see like a pit and slam dancing and they think, you know, negatively, but it's really a way to get rid of your aggression in a positive manner. People don't realize that, like a lot of metalheads are like the friendliest people in the world. I mean, until until everybody's drunk and bumping into people, yeah. usually you bump into someone bumps into you at a show. They're like, "Oh, excuse me, sorry." Until they're drunk, and then it's like, rah, rah, rah. "That's right." But you know, but music you make music to make people feel something, whether it's a, you know a smile, I mean, or anything like that. So you know, so we talk about that, and he's like, "Yeah, you know that's." It, you know. So, yeah, I told him. Of course I told him. <laughs> I, I ain't afraid to express my feelings. That's right. You know. Yeah. So what else you got on the show before I let you go here? Tell uh, me what's coming up on Mexican Thunderbolt. You have, um, this is episode 521, and we're going to have Hollywood, who was on glow wait a minute how could it be 521 i thought we were like on 879 well yeah well, i was being realistic today but next week's gonna be a different story well we're not gonna do a show next okay. week because we're performing to them the, yes. to our fan that's right dance monkey dance right. for me mm-hmm. you're gonna do your spaghetti move of course absolutely why would at least do it? Will you at least turn around once and do yeah, it for me? Because you will. know I love it. I'll get up on the drum riser and I'll do it. Then I get my. Don't, la- you be stealing, don't you be stealing my girl? Oh no, I won't do that. I don't. I don't play that. Okay. I can't. I can barely handle my own right now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Just making sure because you you do all your sexy dominuch moves. I do. And I have. Next some... thing you know, all the panties are dropping. I know. I'm it... sitting here with my with my kosher beef stick in my hand. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I'm not shocked. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Yep, all the ladies love the nooch. They do. Because I'm gentle. All right, so, so what else, yeah? Um, what else besides the, the glow ladies? Oh, I got, I got these quick little interviews I did with these Monster Jam monster truck drivers. <laughs> uh-huh. That's it. I got like five interviews. So I, I heard they wouldn't let you drive one because you were too short to reach the pedal. No, they were shorter than me. They, that was a but lie. they let your daughter drive because she's taller than you. Yeah, that's true. They just <laughs> went, you, had, you had to be like under the, the little threshold. You know, they had the little arm like at the amusement parks. You got to be 48 yeah. inches or taller. Well, it's the opposite there. Yeah, which reminds me. Are you tall enough to ride the roller coasters at Cedar Point? I can. It depends on what, my, what shoes I'm wearing. Because I know my dad's too short. Mm, damn, that sucks. I, 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 we I, need to... What's that? I know I can get on the water rides. <laughs> but they don't let you... They don't, they don't let you wear a Speedo, so I won't go to the water park. That sucks. Um, what do you call it? Uh, we need to upload a video I got of my dad dancing with some girls at a 
at like a, we went to see a yacht rock band and he's got this the ultimate move that it's like a combination of a the girl's going between his leg. It's a combination of a car wash and a spank machine. Oh yeah, so I get, saw that. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how she got that low because he's so short. But, <laughs> so, well, enjoy the rest of the show. Everybody can make fun of me for geeking out with Frank Hannon. Mm-hmm. And I will talk to you soon. I love you, Dominic. Sounds good. Love you too. Greatest man. guy in the world, right there. Oh shucks. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Okay. Remember, morningwagon.com. That's Morning right. Wagon on Facebook, April 3rd with Udo Dirkscheider, Elm Street, and Helen Back. And then April 7th at the Fantasy, mm-hmm. you have the almighty Morning Wagon rolling in with Evil Lunar Creatures, the Dirty Baxters, and Granicus. Ooh. That's the show everybody should be at right there. Yep. Well, they should be at all of them. Because then we can unload there. I need to wear a yeah. cape at that one. Oh, and nothing else. <laughs> a Cheerio. <laughs> All right. If you can fit in a Cheerio, you around <laughs> your dog, you wear it. That's right. <laughs> I'm more I'm more of a Fruit Loop guy myself. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go use two fingers and tuck my pink sock back in and then take my lady somewhere. I think we're actually going to meet the other part of the guitar duo of Morning Wagon. Somewhere. Oh. Cool. And I will talk to you soon. I love you, brother. Take you care. Too, maximum threshold means the world to me, in case everybody was wondering what maximum threshold means. And take care, everybody. Peace out. See ya. Bye. And here you go, man. This is the Frank Hannon interview with Michael. Uh huh. Hey, everybody. This is Michael from Maximum Threshold, and I have this distinct pleasure. Of depending on the day, this is either my the guitarist from my favorite or my second favorite all-time band, Frank Hannon of Tesla, out on the solo tour right now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? So, I'm gonna try to maintain composure. So, first right. and foremost, tell everybody a little bit about your solo album and where we can find it and actually buy it and find tour dates so people can come support you. Uh, well, I have a website, frankhannon.com, that's been around for a long time. But uh, I've just recently partnered up with a company called Pledge Music. And uh, they do a lot of artists, you know, people like myself that are trying to do their solo acts or whatever. But uh, they've bundled up a few things. Um, like today I met some VIPs. I gave a guitar lesson today. And uh, so pledgemusic.com is where you can find it. But I'm also talking to uh, a couple labels that are interested in it because the record has been getting a buzz lately. Uh, Blue Sky and uh, Under the Milky Way, the videos I did for those, put the album out and it charted on Billboard. And that's really a, a crazy feat for a guy from a band that's not with that band right at the moment. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And like um, one thing, like. As a, I've been a fan since 1986. Is it picking you up okay? Yeah, yeah, it's, we're good. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we're good. Maybe hold it up closer. Yeah, we're good. Um, like you've always, Tesla's always picked like the best songs to cover. Like some songs people don't even know are cover songs, like games people play and stuff. So how do you select what songs, not only in Tesla to cover, but on your own when you go out on the road? For yourself and doing these albums. 
that's a really good question because uh, it really depends on how comfortable they feel when you're singing them. And some songs you would think would be easy to sing, and then you try them and they're not. They're really hard. And some songs you think are going to be hard to sing, and you try it and it was actually pretty easy. So if it's easy and feels natural, those are the best songs to cover. Uh, when Tesla was in the studio doing Real to Real, I had a pretty good feeling that doing Led Zeppelin's Thank You would be an easy song because it would feel so natural because the lyrics are so positive. And JK, our singer in Tesla, he loves to sing positive stuff, as do I, you know, songs that are uplifting and positive. Um, you know, so it really is if it feels natural, that's when we do it. Because like, a lot of people don't even know that Tesla is an entity, let, still, let alone that you're, you're out doing your own thing. Like, you guys just keep putting out a great album after great album. Even like when you did like the reworked some songs and threw some covers on like Twisted Wires. Like, I mean, you did I Love You and, um, Oh God! Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Was um, well, we actually we actually covered our own songs on that album a little differently too. I think we did changes and hang tough. We twisted them up a little bit. That's why we called it Twisted Wires. And it's a it's a it's a great um, you know you get to rework some of these songs. But I always wanted to ask now: Are any of those the way that you did those songs? Was that the original version of any of those, and then you rocked them up, or did you go back? No, we went backwards on that particular Twisted Wires album. Um, those songs, when we wrote the originals, were always hard rock songs. Like Hang Tough was yeah. definitely written with electric guitars and a lot of power behind it. But what we learned when we did Five Man Acoustic Jam is that the melody of the songs and the lyrics and the chord changes were are, were actually pretty good because we could play them on acoustic or electric and they still sounded good and um, so I'm very proud of that I'm not an egotistical guy or very you know big headed but I am proud of the music that we have written and the music that we do we do put a lot of work more so into the music than the image of yes. of the band yes and I think it was a double-edged sword like that when you guys came out was about around when you know, like the hair metal explosion, and it helped and hindered because you guys kind of got lumped into that. And you know, I, I know you tour and play festivals and do stuff with those guys, but you weren't a hair metal band, like you just said. You put more into the music than the than the image. And I'm not saying that all those bands were only image, because there are a lot of good bands. But you guys, you know, get dismissed as that. But there's so much more. Like you guys, just every album is start to finish you know it's like an old led zeppelin album or hey thanks man you, you don't want to skip a song you know yeah that well you know when we were kids our favorite albums were the ones like led zeppelin or the stones stuff that was great from start to finish and uh you know we were lucky to in that era you know, we were in that era of glitz and glam, but we were lucky to be advised by some friends like Ronnie Montrose, who was a friend of ours, and he's just a hard rock, blue-collar guitar player. He told us, man, just rock. You know, don't be a pop band. And then Cliff Bernstein uh, was a manager who managed uh, Metallica at the time, and he told us, man, you got to be jeans and T-shirts. Don't get in, get caught up in the glam. And I'm glad that we took their advice and also wrote songs from our heart, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's like, 
there's not a lot of what you would just say casual Tesla fans. They're diehard. Tesla fans are very diehard and very loyal, and, and I really appreciate each and every one of them that are supporting me doing my own thing, because usually when a guitar player stems out from a band and does his own thing, the fans of the band don't really get behind it, but Tesla fans have really been supportive of my new project, and I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, like, some of your other solo albums have been more rock-oriented, you know, what, what do you decide which song goes to Tesla and which goes to the Frank Hannon solo? Uh, um, I don't really decide that. You know, I, I'm always writing different things. And with Tesla, it'll really matter if Jeff Keith likes it. And if Jeff Keith will hear something that I'm playing and if I'm working on something, if he hears it and likes it, then I'll know that I should give it to him, you know? Because yeah. he's the voice of Tesla. So, you know, but a lot of times... Because I love to sing too, I'll write a song that has lyrics and everything. And if I do that, it'll end up on my own record because it'll get Jeff will probably not like it because he'll want to write his own lyrics, you know. So it really depends. I mean, Tesla these days, you know, we do a lot of co writing now. And the new Tesla record has uh, a lot of co written songs with Phil Collin and Jeff Keith and Phil Collin from Def Leppard. Uh, did a lot of writing on this new Tesla record. Mm -hmm. So, and you guys have, over the years, I, you know, you guys have gone out with Def Leppard plenty of times. So he has that feel for the band, and you know, and even going back to the closeness, you guys wrote "Song and Emotion." Yeah. Steve, when Steve Clark passed away, and you know, brilliant tribute to the man, you know. But so Phil probably has a good feel of you know what you guys might like and what you might not but at the same time not be just yeah this is great because he's not in the band he's almost like a well, step phil, away but he knows kind of right yeah phil loves the band and he has a lot of energy and it was a good shot in the arm for for jeff keith to to get uh inspired and, and work with phil you know Tesla's been together for 35 years, and it's great to have an outside person come in and coach yeah. a, a team, which basically a band is a team. And uh, you know, it's it, it really uh, was an interesting experience. Yeah. So obviously, the the guys are supportive of you doing your own thing. I think so. I because, hope so. <laughs> because, I mean, you've done it for a long time. I mean... I've been doing my own thing since the beginning. I mean, even when Tesla was doing uh, stuff back in the 80s, I had a, a, a Jimi Hendrix tribute band called Kaleidoscope, and I'd go out there. Because I have a tremendous amount of energy, and I like to play a lot of different styles of music. And so the guys have always let me do my own thing on the side when I when Tesla's not working. Yeah, you're like an... An artist. You're not just. You're not just the guy in Tesla. You're an artist. I mean, I guess the other so, guys. Yeah. Are, the other guys, I'm sure, are artists. Yeah, I everybody see, in I the see band. Everybody doing their own thing too. Like, I mean, yeah. Over the years, and it's it's great that like after you guys went on your hiatus or temporary breakup, whatever you guys called it at the time, that everybody did their own thing, but everybody came back together even stronger. I mean. Like, I mean, you guys been through a lot together. I mean, I saw you on a tour as a four-piece. Yeah. Right after, you know, Tommy had to leave. And and you pulled it all off. I mean, you, 
I don't know how that long. was a very difficult time. You know, I call those the dark days. Uh, the mid '90s were a very dark period in my life, both personally and uh, professionally. In Tesla, we went through a lot. You're right, we've been through a lot, and that's just the way life is. You know, you go through a lot. You know, uh, now I feel better than ever. Um, I, I feel more confident singing. Uh, Tesla has been working harder and doing more than ever. Uh, Jeff Keith is singing great. Uh, yeah, we have been through a lot, man. And everybody does their own thing on the side. Brian Wheat, he produces young bands. He's got this band from England that's really good, and he's producing them. They're called Flash Fires. Uh, Troy Laqueta has a, a, a band, uh, Dixie Horsepower, I believe they're called. And it's a country band out of Nashville because that's where Troy lives. So, you know, life is short, man, and you got to do what you love to do. And, and I feel very lucky and blessed that I do what I love to do. I will say that through all everything that's gone on, you guys have never half-assed it on stage. I've, 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 I've seen you more times than I can count, and I have never seen anyone in the band just go through the motions. No, we put our all into it, man. And um, even when we were doing the four-piece thing, I tried really hard to, to keep the band together during that period. And and uh, now that we got Dave Root in the band, it's real solid. And uh, I appreciate your, your observation. Like, like I said, we've always put the music first and everything else second. Except for a period there in the early 90s, we were putting the drugs first. And that's why we had to you know break up for a short period of time. Well, it's a good thing because <laughs> now you're back together and healthy. Yeah. And you, you seem to really enjoy each other on stage. You look like you're having fun. So either you're really having fun or you guys missed out at, on an acting career <laughs> as well as a music career. It is no, there's nothing more fun than playing songs that get the people excited. And, you know, when I play the opening riff to What You Give and the crowd goes nuts, it, that's the best feeling in the world, and you know. And then you see me cry. And then I see you crying. And <laughs> I can't I, help it. But I know they're tears of joy, bro. Right. <laughs> you know, that has to be the most amazing feeling and I'm I know I'm not the only one and I know that's not the only song that you write a song that means something to somebody and I'm sure you've heard endless stories I'm sure you remember every single one of them. you may not remember the face may not remember the city but someone tells you hey this song means this to me you remember that when you play that song again right and that's yeah. what it's all about it's not about I mean the money helps the you know the everything all the accoutrements are great, but that is, at the end of the day, that's what you started out making music for, right? Yeah, yeah, and luckily, I don't know if it was luck or what, by the grace of God, when I was 10 years old, I discovered music, and it's been a nonstop passion ever since, and I've made a life out of it, and it's been, it's been a blessing, and I feel very lucky to have been able to succeed at it but it takes a lot of freaking hard work i mean people have no idea how much hard work it took just to get here to cleveland today from miami on that cruise ship and to get from california to miami i mean just the coordination and the planning alone it takes to put on a simple show like what we're doing tonight is a lot of freaking work and you know but at the same time it's worth every second of it i saw some videos i saw you playing with dave manichetti did I say that right? Yeah. From YNT, and you were just ripping it up. I, I always thought that you had a fantastic voice, and it was always nice to see you go out and do your own thing. And Thanks, you know, man. Like, who, when you first started, 
who was who was I know you you mentioned some guys that gave you guidance like Montrose and this guy and that guy. Who when you first started? Who was the guy that you saw that said I want to do that and played guitar? That would be uh, a combination of two guys: Jimi Hendrix and Peter Frampton. And both of those guys sing and play guitar at the same time, and that's why I do my solo thing that way. Is I like to sing. And Joe Walsh is one of my favorites. From Cleveland. Yeah. Ted Nugent, the early Ted Nugent albums, but Peter Frampton is one of my all-time heroes, and Jimi Hendrix, and so I think I'm probably a blend between those two. Would you? What do you? What would you think Jimi Hendrix would be doing right now had he been able to um, turn, turn? I think he'd around? be doing probably like exactly like what Buddy Guy is doing. You know, still doing it and still loving it. If you watch videos of Buddy Guy playing now, he's still as great as he was back then, you know? Yeah. At least that's what I would hope anyway. Yeah. You'd like to think that he, you know, cleaned it up and brought it back, you know, like, and... And that's the same. What would Randy Rhodes be doing, you know? Those guys were such phenomenal enigmas that just kind of, like, lack of cliche, better word, like a shooting star just flashed across the universe in such a flash and brought so much light to the world. It's amazing to think about how short their lives were, yeah. but how much of an impact they had. So listen, man, I got to go get showered up, and uh-huh. I appreciate you having me on the uh, the air here, whatever whatever we're on. Yeah. Um, FrankHannon.com, right? Yes, FrankHannon.com. PledgeMusic.com. PledgeMusic.com slash FrankHannon. That's H-A-N-N-O-N. And... Uh, yeah, man. And what is the show? Maximum Threshold. Maximum Threshold. And TeslaTheBand.com. TeslaTheBand.com. Right. Tesla no, I, right. I was supposed to ask. You didn't bring the double neck Gibson with you, did you? I did not. Okay, no, no. So I, then I won't be going to jail. I was asked to steal it. I was also asked, because you're in, in um, the Cleveland, Akron area, would you have, as a band of Tesla, ever consider covering a Devo song? Oh, I would do Whip It. Yeah, yeah, because when my my father and I go golfing, you know, when we hit that ball, we're gonna we gotta whip it. Right. That's what you gotta do when you play golf. You gotta whip that ball. Whip it good. Whip it good. And one last question, that I was beg to ask you. I know you're a married man. If you were a single guy, which one of the Golden Girls would you be be the first one that you'd want to date? The Golden Girls. Are we talking about like Maud or them Golden Girls? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's a crazy question. Well, I'd take the Southern one. I don't remember her name, but my, my wife is Southern, so I like Southern girls. All right, look at you. What was her and, name? Um, Blanche? Was Blanche. Blanche. Was Blanche the horny one? Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Betty White's the only one still alive. Okay. So. Blanche is a Southern girl, but I, you know, I don't even want to think about that. Yeah. My wife's a Southern girl, and I love her. All right, All right well, thanks a lot, Frank. Okay. Stop this.
Hello, this is Jeff Kiss, and you're listening to MaximumThreshold.net. Hey guys, this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News, and this is your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News report. Machine Head have stated they will resume their tour in Chicago on Friday, February the 23rd. The band had to previously cancel some tour dates as vocalist and guitarist Rob Flynn was very sick. Rob did state, however, that he won't be performing at 100%. Trivium released a video that recaps their fall 2017 leg of the Sin and the Sentence tour as they were on road with Arch Enemy. This tour was huge for them as the North American attendance was the best in Trivium's history. Frontman Matt Heffy reveals that Betrayer off their new album The Sin and the Sentence is his favorite new song to play live. The live official video for Betrayer is now on YouTube. And it's finally out. Demu Borger have released their new single titled Interdimensional Summit. The song is now out digitally and as a 7-inch. You can check it out on YouTube as well. Their new album, Ionian, their first since 2010, will be out on May the 4th. Continuing with your Maximum Threshold.net rock and metal news, Metal Blade Records is set to reissue White Chapel's This Is Exile album on vinyl. It's going to be out on June the 1st as a special 10-year anniversary collector's piece. Pre-orders now at Indie Merch or EMP. And the official lyric video for the song Twilight Sunrise from The Sword is now on YouTube. The song is off their new sixth studio album called Used Furniture, which will be released on March the 23rd. And Under Oath have officially confirmed they're signing with Fearless Records. And their new full-length album, the first since 2010, is out on April the 6th. It's titled Erase Me, and the music video for the first single from it, On My uh, on my Teeth, is now out digitally. And you can pick it up and watch it on YouTube as well. And this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News with a Z. And this has been your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, it's contest time. Be the second person to text the show at 440-252-0058 wins. That's right, call number two, 440-252-0058. Shoot us a text and you'll win. Phone lines are open. Call now, 440-709-4977. Once again, that number is 440-709-4977. And now, back to the guy with the hairline of Principal Belding and the tits of Kelly Kapowski, Tom. It's all right, now I'm saved by the bell. What's going on out there, people? <clears throat> I got fuck with these settings on my. Oh, I got a new microphone I put on. If you were listening to the previous segments, there was like this pulsing. I was looking all over trying to figure out where the hell this was coming from. Then I thought about, yeah, well, the mixer does that sometimes when it does this. Um, I forgot what the hell they call it when it wanders for power or whatever. And so I was fucking with it and turned shit on and off. And and then I, I said, oh, let me just take the mic off. So I, so I unplugged the mic and then it stopped it. So I pitched that mic and put a new one on. So we got a new mic on here. So we'll give this one ride for another five, six years. <laughs> ah, So I'm glad you guys are all back. And um, 
about 10 o'clock, we're going to be giving, giving somebody a call. So, um, yeah, we've got the contest. So whoever wants to win, if you're the second person to text the show at 440-252-0058. Once again, it's 440-252-0058. If you do text the show, what, this is what you, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you the brand new Michael Schenker Fest. I'll email it over to you. I'll send you, shoot you over the link. You'll be hooked up fat. That's if you're the second caller, the second person to text me. If you're the first one to text me, what I think I'll send you will be... Um... um I don't know. I'll find something. Maybe the new corrosion of conformity or something. Or I may even send you like an old morning wagon CD or some shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week's edition of the Max and Threshold Radio Show. Hey, man, we're having fun here with you guys. I had some great interviews. And we're still rolling along, man. And if you're listening to us live, you got to hear some really cool stuff in between the recording portions. You got to hear a bunch of Iron Maiden, some Metallica. You just got done hearing Prong right before I came back on here. And that was just a few minutes ago. So I got some other stuff here. And speaking of a machine head, listen, you know, I, I, I learned just right along with you guys what's going on with the music news. I had some machine head lined up, but there's some other things. I want to play a song here for Curtis. Because when I th- hear this song, I think of him, and I want to share it with you. It's by my friends, Ale Storm. I'm going to get them back on the show here again. Uh, last time we talked to him was at Warp Tour, and these guys were nuts. So um, I'm playing a song. This one goes out to Curtis, or 55. Uh, so they're saying the third to text the show wins a mic that Dom just shit-canned. Okay. I don't know, man. I'm going to clean it up. It's probably something dirty or something on there. So here you go, man. This is a song here. I'm, I'm going to pause the recorder on here. Um, but this is for you guys who are listening to us live as well as a Curtis. This goes out to you, buddy. Since you are a sailor. Sailor Joe. This here goes out to you. This is Alestorm with Peg Leg Potion here on Maximum Threshold Radio. Once again, it's Peg Leg Potion here on Maximum Threshold Radio. Horns up. Fist in the air or peg legs in the air. Ah, there you go. There's some sweet ass music for you. Just got to play in some brand new machine head with razor blade smile. And I listened to that song a couple times before. And every time I listened to it, I found something new in it. And this time it's, it's just the song's coming together. I'm starting to understand it. I'm starting to, starting to groove with the song and the lyrics, man, are hilarious, man. Somebody eating pussy by a dumpster. <laughs> oh, you gotta love it. Nobody writes lyrics like that. Well, Steel Panther does, but. <laughs> so let's see, what time is it? Oh, I'm getting ready to give Jeannie a call in a minute here. Oh, let's see. Um, let me play a song here. I'll come back and we'll get her on the phone. <clears throat> Don't go anywhere because we're here. And you're not. So 
This is a song that we're going to be playing this Saturday night coming up next week at the Cleveland Agora Ballroom. And I'm looking forward to throwing down and really busting some ass in this song. So here you go. This is Rising Morning Wagon here. Uh, this goes with Jeff Kiss. He loves this song. And I know um, Curtis, he loves my solo in the song too. So here you go. Back after this. Thanks for tuning everybody. Horns up. Kiss in the air, man. Be back after this.
Yeah, there you go, man. That was rising. Thanks, guys. Now it's at a small venue. <laughs> it's going to sound insane Saturday at a, at a large venue. Uh, like, like I said, I'm really looking forward to playing that show. I love playing in front of people, especially when I get the, get the get my rock star groove on. Let's give Jeannie a call real quick. Oop, wrong one. See what's see what's the haps. <laughs> this thing sounds like crap. Now remember, we have bad luck. Every time we talk to her, we always lose the call. Let's pray this one don't fall. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello there. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, great. Just hanging out here, just playing some cool music tonight and had some pretty good interviews and we're going to com- complete it all talking to you. Oh, cool. So what's going Excellent. on? Are we on right now? Yeah. Talking? We're, yep. We're on now. Oh, cool. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. Mm-hmm. Well, it is Saturday night yep. <laughs> and you are playing some great what music are you playing? Oh, we played. Um, let's see. No, like what are you playing right now? Oh, I ain't playing nothing. That you're listening to. Uh, right, right now we got them playing a local band here in Cleveland called Morning Wagon. Just got them finished playing that. I played some Tesla oh, a little earlier. Earlier, we had some Judas Priest and Iron Maiden on. Lovely. Yes, we were just great, rocking great, out. Great. Well, um, what is going on for me? Um, Let's see here. Well, the Glow Cruise is coming up. It is a week from tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's Sunday. So the Glow Cruise have a third after Glow Cruise that we are going to be on, and that's seven days. So we leave out of New York. So I actually am going to New York on Friday, hang around the city a couple of days, and then we'll we'll take off on the fourth, and then we'll come back on the eleventh. And uh, I just got back actually from from. Um, doing a little shoot, a little movie shoot in Los Angeles, and it was called Karma Club. And um, it was directed by this girl named Tara Cardinal, and she's Mm. just like this amazing, talented um, actress, director, director, actress, and it's basically a bunch of girls who are badasses. Go in, and they uh, kick ass. And so we filmed something, um, and I played the character, Hollywood, and so mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. So I did that, and um, you know, Kid Rock Cruise is coming up. I'm on that. Um, we probably talked before, but I've been on a lot of them the, um, the Kiss Cruise and the, mm-hmm. and the Kid Rock Cruise is just because my, my boyfriend also plays uh, in bands, okay. and um, Kiss always hires his band, and so does Kid Rock. So that's coming up. Kid Rock one is in April. So I got a couple of cruises. Nice. What's his band? Up. What's his band? Um, we have two of them. So the one that plays on the Kiss Cruise is Big Rock Show, and all they are is a really good 
um, they do covers, mm-hmm. these hard rock covers, and then they have the Rock and Roll Residency, which also plays maybe 70s and 80s. Oh, cool. And those guys are fantastic. They must be doing something well because they keep calling them back. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't you do that. You know what I mean? Yep, I hear you. They're not. They don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the different cruises. So I get to go on these. I get mm-hmm. to go on these lovely um, cruises because of, of my boyfriend. He sings and plays guitar. Oh, that's cool. In both of the bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's been great. And I've been doing um, a few, you know, the Glokers have been doing a few um, uh, conventions. Um with the glow Netflix thing mm-hmm. that is on that, that's just, we're getting, you know, younger and newer audiences that are discovering, yep, the Netflix you know, helps. something yep. that came on a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that show. And uh, it took me a while to get to it. And once I finally got sure. to it, I was like, man, uh-huh. this is great. And just, it kind of, it kind of made you think back to that era, you know, when all sure. that was going on and, and if you're a wrestling fan, you just really absorbed it, you know. And I, I really enjoyed you having the new characters on there, uh, the new names yeah, and all that. Too. I liked that. That was that was cool because it's like you're thinking out of the box, but trying to use the same idea that was right. there before. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, and it's it's not an exact replica; it's very loosely based, but you know. You know, once once the glow banner goes up, people are like, oh, my God, oh, my goodness. You know, <laughs> and you get, like I said, like all these young, new, you know, I can't think of yours, but watchers, watching, yeah. you know, fans. I've got a lot of T-shirts over at Etsy at my store over there, mm-hmm. but, um, Hollywood merch. Um and stickers and pins. That's like my new stuff. And those, it's just, I can't explain it. I never thought that really talking about this 30 years later. Yeah. So the resurgence of it is pretty, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, I, I think, I know we've talked before, but I don't remember, I probably mentioned, my the bio and at this point I'm at shopping at, this is where I am right now with mm-hmm. it so I'm at where they are shopping the uh, the book so, nice boy I never knew much about the book world I'm learning so, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot like of the music there. world let me tell yeah, you I hear you <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's not that easy yep. you know <laughs> how much input did you have with um with the with the glow mo- um on Netflix series yes every everybody asked all yeah. of us did you girls did you have any input are you involved and at this point absolutely zero okay. basically they got all the information from our documentary so mm-hmm. the glow documentary that came out in 2012 mm-hmm. um which netflix also has um it's called glow the story of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling so they really got a lot of the info from from there. Yeah. Um, the um, the um, the farmer's daughter, who owns trademark rights, um, they had her come in, so she had a little probably input with them. But you know, unfortunately, you know, none of the Glow Girls were contacted, and when they were asked, when people said, "Hey, 
Why don't you use this one? Yeah. Why don't you ask Hollywood? Why don't you ask this one? Oh, no, we can't do that because of, I forgot, they have their excuses. Um, what did they say? So, uh, something with, I don't know, the stagers like, we can't, we're, we're not allowed to. Mm. And I'm like, well, what's stopping you from yeah. that? No one's on contracts. And, <laughs> you know, they're like, we can't have them because of the legal. And I'm like, well, what legal? What legal? <laughs> what legal are you talking about? <laughs> God, that was a long time ago. So, were, were your names trademarked you know, with them? With Glow? Um, they never trademarked us. No, nope, oh, wow. nothing. Well, the only thing that was the only thing that was trademarked was G L O W and the words "Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling." Yeah, and then um, Ursula Hayden had got the rights for those. So what she's done is subbed that to Netflix for a couple mm. of years. So they probably paid her a nice chunk of yeah. cash, I'm sure. Um, and um, so one little girl was making some money. <laughs> 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 it had been so nice to but, see you guys like at least you know be out in the audience during um the taping of it and even if they didn't sure. even if they didn't say who you guys were but if you guys were just there out there in the audience we just to be just to be part of it you know i think that would have been, I, I been pretty it, I cool think would, i think that it would make it that mm. much thicker you know yeah. what i mean i oh, think yeah. it would add you know, even if you had, like, just say, Matilda Hun rolling through mm-hmm. in her wheelchair, you oh, know, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just mm-hmm. something like that would be, you know, or somebody sitting there, like Alfred Hitchcock used to sit there, you know, and, and he'd be in his movies. He might be just sitting there reading the newspaper, but it's just like, oh, look, you know, look in the background, there's so-and-so. <laughs> That's right. You know, just to see if the audience... That mm-hmm. that doesn't cost a lot. No, Mm-mm. you know, I just think it would greatly add to it, and I think our fans would love it even more. Yeah. The diehard fans to see some of their favorites. Oh yeah, you know, but it is what it is, and sometimes you win, and sometimes you lose. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I think the farmer's daughter is winning. <laughs> <laughs> She's winning. Yeah, are you still doing the wrestling promotions? Um, you know, here and there, mm-hmm. but the stuff that I do is for my company yeah. and, um, at Hollywood Productions, I basically, I mean, I'm wrestling, um, every other week, usually I've been wrestling with a few, uh, newer people in the business. Some of the pro girls, there's a, uh, Ellie Parker is one wonderful, uh, wrestler out of Las Vegas. And uh, she's probably early 30s. Uh, there's another, some new girls that are in the Kentucky area. Is, there, is it called Next? The WWE has a, like, uh, I think they have a training facility in Kentucky. Okay. And there'll be some girls that will be coming um, this way um, in, I think we're shooting in April. So I've been working with some pro girls, you know, and they're, you know, and it's, and it's wonderful to wrestle pro-trained mm-hmm. girls. Who, you know what I mean? It's oh, yeah. just, it's fun. Yeah. No, I, I believe so that'll it, be yeah. coming up in April. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be swinging through the Cleveland area anytime? I will. Mm-hmm. March. Oh, you... After the cruise. Nice. Yes, I will. I got a couple of days. 
I'll be down, up, down, I should say down, yeah. down in Akron. Um, but then, you know, and I do that. Remember, I, I'm there four times, four times a year. So usually it's March, um, June, I do the fall, and then I always do December. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what do you do so, when you come to this area? Pardon? Can you repeat that? What do you do when you come to this area? When I come to the area, there's another guy there that has a bunch of some pro girls that he always wants me to, to wrestle. So I will do either wrestling. I will either do um, my one-on-one wrestling mm-hmm. myself. Plus, I have friends that live in the area, relatives okay. up in the area. But I'm always working. I'm doing something. Are you working with now, I, now that I'm in Nashville, it's only an hour, 10 minutes oh, okay. flight. It's yeah. wonderful. It's <laughs> are, great. Are you working with, I think, was it, is it AIW up here in Cleveland? No, no, I'm not. Is that, um, I'm trying to think, of it. Rick, Rick's, I'm trying to think, I don't know. No, I, I'm not. Most of the stuff I've been doing is just through uh, another uh I, I want to say private promoter, you know, mm-hmm. he just likes the pro wrestling and wants it for his own viewing. So I'm like, <laughs> gotcha. okay, let's <laughs> get the pros together and he'll pay us and let's shoot it, film mm-hmm. it, give him his videos. <laughs> Sounds I'm good. I'm serious. Yeah, I believe it. It's pretty easy. <laughs> are you still selling? simple. Are you still selling jewelry? I never sold jewelry. Oh, I, honey, I just don't. I don't have jewelry. I've got just all my glow stuff. So I've got T-shirts, stickers, pins, that kind of stuff. All the glow. Oh, that's right. The glow stuff, but I don't have. I, don't I have thought you were hustling jewelry. other stuff too. No, that's it. <laughs> nope. I really just work for my company mm-hmm. and just and then the glow stuff and you know. Uh, um, the occasional um, conventions that we do, the um, the cruises. So, yeah. I mean, there's a couple other things that are brewing. I can't talk about them yeah. yet, but so, you know, we're possibly on our next phone call, we'll be able to, to talk more about some up-and-coming projects. Mm-hmm. That's all I, I guess I can say. <laughs> <laughs> are you going on a Chris Jericho yeah, cruise? Are you going on the Chris Jericho? What? Are you going on the Chris Jericho cruise? Oh, does he? Is he having his own? Yep. I love it. And he's having, oh, he's having ring of. I saw him on one of the cruises. Mm-hmm. He was on the Def Leppard cruise when we oh. did Def Leppard. Jer- Chris Jericho was, <laughs> yeah. and man, I'm. He, you know, I'm not going on that one, but I watched him in action. Boy, he uh, he he's he's in action out there on those cruises. <laughs> That's all you're going to say. I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> what kind of action and what I what I witnessed, what I saw. I believe it. <laughs> it's great. He's got Ring of Honor's going to be on there. It, yep. He's working it. Yeah, he is. He's he's, he's all over the place. That's great. That's, your, That's awesome. Just a couple more things here, and we'll let you get going. Uh, but sure, darling. Let people know where they can get a hold of you, you know, all the things that you're selling, sure. you're promoting, and yeah, your websites. Yeah, social media, um, at, for my Twitter, it's Glow Hollywood. And, of course, we always have Instagram, and that's official, Glow Hollywood. If you guys are looking for T-shirts, you can hit uh, uh, Etsy, Glow Hollywood merch. 
I guess if you just put in the search, you can find them. And then there's Facebook too, and that's Hollywood Productions. And I could uh, put some links up there on your on your page, okay. and then people can like check it out. Sounds good. Can you do us a quick favor? Yeah. Can you do sure. a, Can you do a promo ID for a radio show? Just say your name. And you're, you're listening sure. to Maximum Threshold and throw something crazy out at the end of it. And don't put no thought into it. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Hey, everybody. This is Hollywood, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio because they kick ass. Nice. Well, I thank, I thank you very I much. For, that was perfect. Okay, great. <laughs> Well, I thank you for taking a few, few minutes out on a Saturday night here just to talk with us and just get people updated with you. And definitely we'll get you yeah, back on I here again. It. Thank you so much yeah, for th- just, you know, give you a quick update of what's mm-hmm. going on and having me on. And I'll come back when we have maybe a, a few more things that I can tell you, <laughs> so, that I'm allowed to tell you. <laughs> I want to hear more about that movie when you get, when it gets down the road. Oh, yeah, I will. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Karma Club. That's going to be badass. I'll definitely I'm check that out. I'm telling you. Oh, excited about it. Okay, well, I thank you very much for letting me give you a call and getting you on here again. And you know what? This is, all right, out, out of all the times we've had you on here, this is the very first time that we did not drop the call talking to you. I think I, we had you on here four awesome. or five times. We lost you every time. <laughs> Hey, we're doing well because we're right in the middle of a tornado oh. warning and all kinds of crap going down here tonight. Oh. And it's not, it's really weird. It's really calm right now. Oh, is it? like, ooh, ooh, it's really coming. calm. When does the storm start? <laughs> you know how that goes. Yep. Okay, well, have okay, you. Okay, well, thank you for oh, having quite me. Welcome. I really Anytime. It. We're always here for you. Uh huh. Good. All right, great. Thank you so much. Oh, you're quite welcome. All right. Bye. Good night. Good night. Near you go. That was Hollywood here on Maximum Threshold Radio. Uh, so we're going to take a break here. We'll come back. We'll close out the show. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank her for being on the show. It's always great talking to her and have her on here and getting everybody updated with what's going on with Hollywood. And it's a blast, man. So I'll be back after this. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Like I said, don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. Now back to Maximum Threshold. Man, these guys are hotter than a two-bit hooker. You want to listen to Maxim Threshold Radio on your phone? You can do so. The app is out there, baby. Tune in radio. Go to your little market there and download Tune In Radio. Just type it in the search. Tune in radio. Once you download that app, click it, activate it, blah blah blah. Search Maximum Threshold. That's once again that's Tune In Radio. You can also catch the podcast on there also. Yeah, real nice. Check it out. Tune in radio for Maximum Threshold Radio Live. Looking for reliable and affordable Shoutcast audio or video hosting? JWN Media offers complete Shoutcast hosting solutions for business or personal use. All plans come with full listener stats, custom web scripts for implementing your service into your existing website, full server control, super fast network, and huge bandwidth limits, a 99.5% uptime guarantee, and friendly, knowledgeable support personnel dedicated to making your hosting experience fun and easy. With plans starting at only $3 
$50 a month, you have no excuse not to get a server of your own. Plus, with the option to add auto DJ and on-demand services, you can be confident your station will be all it can be. Custom plans are also available at their website. Simply visit jwnmedia.com and click the Shoutcast hosting link to get started right now. You can now hear the Maximum Threshold Radio Show on Stitcher Radio. Uh, Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and Palm Pre. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com. Once again, you can hear Maximum Threshold Radio Show on Stitcher.com. Hey, it's contest time. Be the second person to text the show at 440-252-0058 wins. That's right, call number two, 440-252-0058. Shoot us a text and you'll win. You are listening to the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. We come to you live every Saturday night. 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Once again, this is the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. MaximumThreshold.net. Thanks for tuning in. Horns up. Fist in the air. Okay, uh, hey, this is Landfill from Municipal Waste, Cannabis Corpse, and Iron Reagan, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Don't put no thought into it.
This is Dominic Max with Threshold Radio, and I have before me... Colette Davis, driver of the Wonder Woman Monster Jam truck. This is pretty new, isn't it? Yeah, this is a brand new truck, brand new driver. This is actually my debut season in Monster nice. Jam as well, and debut full season for the Wonder Woman truck. So what brought you here to Monster Jam? I've actually been racing for almost a decade now. Started off in goat carts, raced rallycross and sports cars professionally, and you know, I got the opportunity to test out a Monster Jam truck last year at Monster Jam University. Completely fell in love, and this is my first season. So they actually have a school for this? They do. Monster Jam University in Paxton, Illinois. Oh, do they get financial aid for that? Or did or they just put you into school? It's usually an audition process. Okay. You know, a lot of drivers every year audition to become a Monster Jam driver. And, you know, I just adapted really well and used a lot of, you know, my background in racing to help, you know, transfer it to now driving these Monster Jam trucks. Nice. Looking forward to seeing you out there today. Awesome. Thank you so much. Nice. Can you do us a quick favor? Yeah. Could you do a promo ID for a radio show? Just say your name. You're with Monster Jam. You're listening to Maximum Threshold. And throw something crazy out at the end of it and don't put no thought into it. Uh, at the end? <laughs> this is, this say your name, you're with Monster Jam, you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Awesome. They throw right. something crazy out at the end of it. My name is Claude Davis, I'm driver of the Wonder Woman Monster Jam truck, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. <laughs> Perfect. There you go, man. That was my interview that I did with Colette Davis, driver of the Wonder Woman truck. And, hey, I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. We're getting out of here. But, man, we had a blast. We had great interviews. We had Michael on the show. We had an interview with Frank Hannon of Tesla. We had Hollywood on the show. And you just get them hearing Colette Davis, the driver of the Monster Jam of the Monster Truck, driving the Wonder Woman truck. <laughs> I got other interviews that we'll bust out to you in a couple weeks. I have Matt Cody, um, the driver of Blue Thunder, and I have, uh, who else? I have Amy, Amy Hood, Hood. Driver of the Zombie. I have Mark List. He was the El Toro Loco. And I have Gravedigger, uh, the driver somewhere. I don't even, Brandon Vincent, here it is. I got up here. So we're getting out of here, but I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week, posting the show up here. I want to thank everybody who subscribes to us on U- on iTunes, also on YouTube, over also at Stitcher Radio, as well as on. Hell else we on tune in radio for all you people out there. We got a lot, a whole lot of subscribers there. I want to thank everybody over there. Oh, where else? Um, Google Play and Google Music. Don't forget to do a search on Amazon and you can get Morning Wagon music up there. Uh, don't forget um, FrankHannon.com, whatever, whatever that was earlier. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for checking out and follow all these people that have been on the show who were here for you guys. So I'm out of here. I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Like I said, next Saturday, uh, we'll be performing at the Cleveland Agora. We're doing a little run with um, Dirk Schneider. Uh, It's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to this. So I'll see you guys, man. Thanks for tuning in. And everybody, um, subscribe and stars, man. See you guys. Just listen to Maximum Threshold Radio Show. It is live every Saturday night, 8 p.m. until whenever the fuck they shut up. So tune in. It is pointless to resist.